sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How are you doing, kind sir? I'm gonna lie, buddy. I'm a little I'm a little burnt out. Just a are little you? bit. Oh fuck. Man, I'll tell you, I've been working nonstop. Yeah. Like a few days off here and there. And then like what are we today? We're recording on a Monday because Easter Monday, so yeah. Uh that's why the podcast is late. Or it's on time. Time's relative. Yeah. Start and, of the uh, week. <laughs> and uh so on saturday i was like we're gonna go to the habs game and i got tickets and like a bunch of the people from air canada went and then we went to this one place for beers and then we had drinks during the game and then i went to this other place for more drinks and i was fucking bombed and i got home at like four in the morning and then i had and then i had agreed to overtime on the sunday and the whole day, I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> and then, and then, like, you know, you're working the whole day. I'm having, like, like, candy, coffee, fucking whatever I can to help me get through the fucking day. And I get home, and I can't fall asleep. Fucking. Oh, God. It wasn't until, like, oh, four we're in the tired. morning. Yeah, it wasn't until I was, like, four in the morning, and I finally shut my eyes. And I had to wake up to the neighborhood kids playing outside my window. And I wanted to go full, like, 80-year-old man going, get off my lawn. Just get off, <laughs> get off my part. You damn kids. You can't do that. Or you shouldn't do that. But, yeah. So, like, it never I'm, benefits. No, exactly. And, like, I'm just burnt out now. Like, I gotta, we got to do this show, make sure that we got some content ready. And then now I'm just ready for bed to be honest with you good well it won't be too long and then tom can get some of his beauty sleep which is always a fucking necessity in life it's funny like looking back there was a lot of times in my 20s when i was like you know work five 50 hours a week go to a concert Mm -hmm. or go to the bar friday night go to a concert or hockey game saturday night have some fun on Sunday and then mm-hmm. do it all over again. And I did that for like years on end. And then all of a sudden you start to hit this, this age of the thirties and things like, I'm still good. I'm 30. I can handle it. I'm 31. I'm still good. I can handle it. You get the, the closer you get to the middle part. You're like, Oh fuck. Oh yeah. It's starting to get real. The 30 year olds who warned me when I was just wait till you turn 30, they were fucking dad. They were onto something. Like, like, I, like, it's been a while since I've been like really hung over. Yeah. And like normally like and go out and just do what I do. Normally I chug some water before bed. Like I usually have like a game plan and I just didn't stick to it like that night. And I was just like just the worst shape the following day where I was like, I woke up and I'm like, why did I say yes to overtime? That's and- tough. And then I just away I went and just thank God we had nothing but wide body flights because like just sweating out all the booze in a pit didn't sound like ideal. So I was mostly yeah. outdoors all the day because that like I that's all machine work. So it was just yeah, it was pretty good. Letting your thing do its thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from that though, it was just yeah. So now I'm just like feeling all the effects between like overwork and not enough sleep, and I'm just like here I am going like. All right. And like, I, I'm coming from dinner with a friend of mine. So, like, we shared like two bottles of wine at dinner. So, I'm just like coasting through this podcast. Like, I am in some, I'm in some <laughs> shape. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I had one of those nights last night where my brain was like, you're not sleeping, bitch. And I was like, what the fuck? And so, up all night, off and on, like maybe an hour, an hour and a half sleep. And then went, well, fuck, we should have done the show last should- night. Yeah, we probably could have probably could have done the two in the morning fucking show. Yeah. Um, 
we went out to the lake this weekend, which was kind of cool. It was still like obviously frozen, you know, so we're not jumping in or anything like that, but went out and had a nice relaxing uh, Easter weekend out there. I worked mm-hmm. Friday, so we left the city at like seven o'clock at night or something like that. And mm-hmm. um, went out there and enjoyed, enjoyed our time. It was so quiet. Like you just stand out there and you, you don't hear anything. And it's not often I get that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like not busy out there because it's still snowy. So it was pretty cool to get that opportunity. Yeah, and a nice little college weekend sounds awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it was pretty good. Um, we had steak for dinner Saturday night, which is always bitching. Uh, Crystal's dad cooked up some fucking wicked steaks, and that was our Easter dinner, which was perfectly fucking fine and dandy with me. Nice, man. That's um, always Easter good. Bunny. Easter Bunny, I, like five years, man, or 15 years probably now. Where, where you at, bro? I never see him. He never fucking comes. I don't yeah, know what right. you got to do to get on the good graces of the Easter bunny, but that bitch don't visit me no more. So gotta, I had a, a few old child buddy. In the evening Sunday night. But what's that? Sorry. You got to be a wee old child for all that. Yeah, apparently a fucking chintzy bastard. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, things are pretty good. You know, for the most part, start the start of the week, Monday night, like we worked both of us today. Obviously you work today uh no it was I, I had the option of overtime but we hadn't done the show yet so i said no oh nice nice yeah yeah i got the you know shit kicked out of me today at work as per usual and yeah so just for the record you owe me like 42 dollars an hour uh for like the next like 12 hours just fyi yeah we'll talk i'll <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well, sort something out over the course of a lifetime we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, expect installments um yeah also shout out to our uh winners last week from the show thank you very much for participating uh the the swag should be uh well on your way this week uh more heads up to come but yeah no i should be, all be taken care of indeed yeah. very very cool we appreciated the participation and stay tuned to the podcast where we will eventually announce another giveaway and sort something out Next time, it'll probably be like, you got to get us a couple followers or, you know, some kind of buy in, but we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. But the next thing we got to worry about is how I'm going to do this whole chip thing. Um, yeah. A lot of emails, a lot of questions about this. And I'm not opposed to doing it. Like, I'm still uh, 100% on doing it. It's just the matter of the where, the when, the how, the why. Indeed. So thoughts i mean i can just do it whenever really um i do want to give it some like amped up a bit uh get some people tuning in because if i'm going to do it i'd rather have an audience and also i want to get like a legit filming like maybe a couple cameras on me yeah that's a good idea so this what we'll do then you and me will discuss this a little bit but we will set a date and then we'll do a drive up to that yeah so yeah we'll we'll get that all figured out because they're now in my possession and you know they're they're gonna it's perfect gosh darn it we're gonna make this happen (laughs) oh golly gee willikers guys this is this is well in our way exactly (laughs) yeah so uh, we're knocking things off one at a time let's be clear about this we now we are but we're not professional podcasters we are now i think i think we're pretty close so we're still figuring shit out along the way sometimes you entrust the wrong person to record shit happens but Mm -hmm. we're figuring it out and we're making it up to all the side gigs out there so yeah or side pieces depending on how you want to look at things i really prefer side pieces it sounds naughty and fun yeah i just sides kicks we're nerdy you know we talk a lot on the podcast about sidekicky type things it just made Mm -hmm. sense too I'm not yeah. opposed to either. I think we just go with both. No, I have to. Uh, I agree. I, uh, I'll I'll flip it back and forth all you want. When um, we do our live recording in like a big like big studio when we're selling tickets and shit like that, and we have mm-hmm. like you know a couple thousand people watching us do the podcast, we'll split the crowd into side pieces and sidekicks, and that'll be the efficient. Like if there's no fucking nobody moving to the left when we say move to the left. It'll be officially solved. And we'll get some new shirts, hashtag side to kicks or hashtag side pieces on the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. New idea. New shirt ideas coming all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, with a huge fan base, you could make like sick ass shirts on like different episodes where we ramble on about fucking shit. It'd be awesome to be able to hit it hard. Yeah, no, exactly. Like just random quotes from us from like one of the shows or just like make it into a shirt. Yeah. I saw one thing I want to talk to you about. I, I saw a beautiful moment on like a talk show where I don't know what fucking show it was on, but it was kind of cool and relevant. You'll understand. Um, Will Wheaton and Jerry O'Connell had like an interview on stage together about the same whatever the fuck. But in that little moment, Jerry O'Connell took a minute to apologize to Will Wheaton for like not not like not doing more i guess when he was a kid not recognizing the fact that the situation that will was in because they were just kids like they, this is during stand by me when they did the movie together mm-hmm. he like will wheaton's come out and said he was really fucked up at the time and going through like a lot of shit but he hit it and he didn't know like jerry o'connell had no idea and was like genuinely was like i'm sorry that I didn't see what you were going through and wasn't able to help you. Will Wheaton rebuttaled and was like, dude, the thing with people who are suffering a lot of times is you have no idea they're suffering. We hide it very well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it was just like a cool moment where I was like, you know, you have a movie like, you know, we've talked about on the podcast. You've seen it finally. It's crazy what's going on behind the scenes and like the lives of these kids at the time, which is also like mm-hmm. kind of beautiful that someone who was that close to the scene was apologizing to him. Not like saying it's weird that he is apologizing though. Like yeah, he he said that too. He's like, I'm not I'm not apologizing because I feel guilt. I'm just apologizing as like one human not recognizing the suffering in another human. Okay, well, I mean, if it's like here's the thing, like if there's like no obvious cry for help or something like this, like where does the burden of responsibility end for someone else's thing? Like no, for sure. And like like yeah, it sounds like a beautiful moment, but. It's a weird thing to go. You were not being very clear that you were in pain, and I was uh, like a child myself and didn't notice. So, yeah. like, I, I feel like it's just a weird thing to apologize for. Yeah, just when you lo- like when you love someone like that at the time, and he clearly like loved him and is just a sweet man, and probably has mm. kids of his own now too, and like sees yeah. like when you have your own kid and you look at them, you can tell how they're feeling a lot of times, right? And he probably mm. felt like now, just like not sorry, I didn't no or sorry you didn't say anything but just sorry because yeah 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 i just find that we live in a world where everyone owes everyone an apology for fucking something yeah and i understand your sensitivity on the matter yeah so it's just like a weird thing to go like i'm sorry i wasn't paying enough like those shit like that i don't know like it's a weird thing to like i get that it's again like i'm saying i get that it's a nice moment I just find it's weird to for someone to take responsibility for that, even though yeah, like you're a fucking child. No, for sure. I would. I get it though. Like if if I had a friend who was really fucked up as a kid and had a horrible life and shit, and I didn't mm-hmm. know, but I was like just a normal kid and stupid. I'm not that I'd carry any guilt for it. It was basically what he said. You'll have to look up the clip and check it out. And it, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's I'm, for, cool I'm for that. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like everyone in this world feels like everyone owes me an apology and really like they don't No, i find that more kindness doesn't hurt the world though no no and i'm with you there i'm with you there it's just what i get bothered with is assuming responsibility for something you shouldn't Mm -hmm. and like i'm fine like i'm like i am all for having giving like when a friend asks for help you help them kind gestures and there's nothing wrong with being kind in this world and i feel like this is going to get misunderstood i just when when someone takes responsibility for someone else's pain that they did not cause their only crime was not noticing because they couldn't notice like a blind person doesn't apologize for not seeing (laughs) like they might if they bump into someone yeah well maybe maybe not like it's just with you to get my point right like it's just a little bit like, I, a referee can't make all the calls just... they're not being held responsible at the end of the game and they go like yeah no i really shot the bed there yeah like apologizing is complicated for it sure just, it just sounds like a weird precedent to me like i understand mm-hmm. this is going to hold up in a court of law it's just it's a weird precedent to set like here we are 40 years later from that movie going yeah man by the way that's my b for being a child myself and not noticing you had pain to your point i'll agree that it was weird to do it on tv 
Mm-hmm. Like it, then that's like it where, could have been a behind the scenes, but it's like, why did you have to say seems, it on a TV show? It, it, yeah, it seems manufactured when it's on when yeah. it's public. No, right? I, I There's feel nothing wrong with being there on the sidelines going like, hey, man, like, you know what? In retrospect, I should have noticed or I should have saw this or something like that. Like but yeah. the fact that people have to be public about this now, by the way, like mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It just looks like they're looking for a pat on the back. One of the things that bothers me, like in America, when like a lot of apologizing has happened for this or for that, like you said, in different ways. And it bothers me a little bit because they're trying to steal our Canadian identity. We're the ones that are sorry. Not you there, Americans. We're the sorry ones. Uh, And also, I can't I can't take a public apology seriously. Yeah. Like you think about about, like when you were like a little kid and you got in trouble and then you had to go say sorry to someone <laughs> you would just go oh sorry like we're switching gears never... away from like what i was talking about in a sense but i agree with you like, like uh of actors who are like i shouldn't have drunk and drive and i'm sorry or, and you're or like, like i shouldn't have slapped the host like i shouldn't have slapped oh yeah person. it's so fake you no, did like, and then and that's the thing like it, it, it because you got caught like you are only apologizing because you got caught like yeah and like and now we have this world of a public opinion, whether it's us talking about it on a podcast or people on Twitter, people on Instagram, people on everyone can say whatever the fuck they want, either anonymous, anonymously or not. One thing I like about our podcast is that we sign our fucking name to it. There's no hiding behind what we're talking you about. You got damn right. But um, like, it's just it's a weird thing where like you have to do this public apology tour. And now like, like I'll be honest with you. I'm not all upset about what Will Smith did. I think a little bit of it is taking it a little bit too far. Like I understand he like, but he slapped somebody. He didn't beat the fuck out of him. He didn't like punch him outside of the head and then kept going. He slapped him, told him to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mouth. And then we carried on. Now I granted he didn't leave the Oscars when they asked him to, and maybe he should have, but he was up for an Oscar. And like, there's a bunch of like weird stuff. Like, I don't like the precedent that it sets, like with like a celebrity, going on the stage and then like that that's that's like a, a ridiculous thing that should not happen on stage ever like a guy that's taking a host hosting something should be like protected by the fact that he's an entertainer doesn't mean anything he's saying he just means to make people laugh what's crazy what's crazy about all of it is like i'm at the point now already probably for two weeks almost since it, mm-hmm. almost since it happened i don't give a fuck Mm-hmm. I don't. The one millionaire slapped another millionaire in front of a room full of fucking millionaires, and I still got the same fucking problems I had yesterday. I'm not. I can't. Like, I wouldn't ravel my life up in having an opinion on it even anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Sorry. Like, I just don't give a shit. I like. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It sets a bad precedent. All that. Like I said that yeah. at the time. Now I'm just like, yeah. You know, and there's still shit coming out, and we'll still. We were like the apology to this and the apology to that. And Chris rocks like, I'm not fucking telling this story on stage. So they pay me fucking money to do that shit, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Good for him. But it's like, I don't know. It's just, they've shoved this shit down our throat sometimes. Mm. And I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. See, my, my thing is you just know? like, I have such a love for stand up comedy and like, i huge yeah. Chris Rock rant. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. And like when all of this stuff happens, I'm just like, fuck, really? All right. So now like what? I'm going to have to like not watch Men in Black. Like what am I, what's going to happen? <laughs> I still love the movie. You can watch it. It's okay. You can watch it. It doesn't, the actors, they're literally acting. We like the characters they're acting as. And yeah, we do like actors specifically, but when you're watching like Men in Black, you're not watching for Will Smith. You're watching for the Men in Black. Yeah. What what I do like is like what I was listening to is like all the comedians having the takes on it, and they're just like, yeah, yeah like 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 this is the problem with the Oscars. This is the problem with this shit. Like everyone That's takes funny. this shit seriously, and it's a fucking version of entertainment. You feel as an actor, yeah. you would understand that. But whatever, it's, we can move on from yeah, this. I, I know so you're tired of talking about it. It's funny. It was funny. Yeah. It's life. We yeah. get raveled up in these things sometimes, and it is what it is. Yeah, well, we were, like we were talking about, like, like just the apology stuff, and like I, I find that a real apology is man to man, and you don't need a camera there. Like, like the next time, like I, 
make fun of you for the way you're saying it do you want me to apologize on the show and make sure that we make a clip about it so everyone knows for sure that i apologize for making <laughs> honestly fun of i would know that it wasn't genuine so i wouldn't want the apology yeah. i wouldn't accept it exactly I'd be i like, would probably just you. call you afterwards going like i may <laughs> have been a little bit too hard on you there sorry about yeah. that and then you'd be like all right well that's fair which i don't even think would be necessary if i started crying then we'd be like okay yeah you went too hard yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced that's- fucking genuinely fucking That'd be very amazing episode i'm sure for everyone to watch and we probably would clip that part yeah <laughs> we probably would actually yeah uh, no, that's uh, funny uh, i like i just want like i get raveled up in life sometimes with stress like i had a, a fucked up week last week i didn't really tell you about it but mm. it was obviously i'm you just saw on facebook i'm sure it was Doreen's birthday on the 15th mm-hmm. and it like i woke up actually the morning of the 14th thinking it was the 15th and it all fucking came rushing back to me it was like i can't call her today like mm. all the all this shit and it just like threw a fucking axe in my week i was like fucked up on i think tuesday or whatever the fuck day it was on the 14th because i woke up and i just i couldn't turn it off you know what i mean i was just stuck in that place again of like uh grief i guess Mm -hmm. i was like thought like it was just a bad day and a hard week then the next day was her birthday or sorry it was thursday yeah so then friday was her birthday and it was like man i was just reeling but i had to remember and remind myself like I'm a lucky person. I have a lot of wonderful things in my life going for me. And like, it was just a bad, a bad moment. I slipped like fucking deep into depression and then like got out of it. Obviously, you know, crystals, a fucking angel being there by my side when I go through all this shit and I got through it Friday, heading to the lake, it kind of got better, but you have those moments in life where you dip. And mm-hmm. you're like, man, like, I want to focus on the positive in the world again, like the yeah. negatives there and it's hard and shit sucks sometimes. But I like, it's something I got to work on as a person is um, not being depressed. <laughs> well, I, I would like to take this time to apologize to you for not noticing or paying attention at that time. So just to publicly apologize for that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> No, but uh, the point of what I do want to say is uh, what really helped me through that is um, finding reasons to celebrate. So when I live with Edmonton, whenever my dad's birthday came around, my sister and I would go out to dinner or like or if I'm home when that happens, my mom and I, like you go out and you, you got to you got to celebrate it or else it's yeah. just sad. Like you got oh, to turn sense. it into the thing with mourning is that it, it's sad, obviously, but you can flip it like yeah so you control like your perception of things right the one thing i always said is there's a lot of people that don't get 24 years with their dad i did yeah i'm one of the lucky ones like oh for sure like for 24 years i got it like you know it's been like seven years now that i haven't but yeah and then there's going to be a point in time where I'm going to have more years without him than I did with him. And that's going to, that's going to hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. That's a beautiful but, thing though. And like what you said, like that time, having that time, it mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. You had your dad loved you and was proud of you. And like, you have all those And the same is true with Doreen. Like I had her in my life for 21 years and mm-hmm. not everybody gets what we had. Someone yeah. like magical like that who inspired us in life. Yeah. And was, so, right um like uh, the only advice that i can give you going forward having gone through it myself is just that's those are the days you get on the horn you call your brother you call your sister you call your dad and you you make it you make it a good day it's a, that yeah. so one of the hard things about mourning someone is like those days that are going to be the hardest it's on you to make it a good day yeah because they know that you wouldn't want them to be sad that day they want to be celebrated they want to be you know impacted and like they want you to know that like they you meant the world to them no that's beautiful dude like one of the best things you've ever said on the podcast live is that advice to the world because that like that's beautiful and i hope that i can uh take that up you know what i mean or text me because i'm not gonna lie to you i I got rid of my facebook app because like i don't know facebook's a fucking stupid place i just (laughs) I can't do it. I kept it because like we communicate and then like it's still like there, but I kind of like signed out and got rid of the app and just carried on with my life. And I felt a lot better since doing that. Good. So 
I'm besides, like, I'm more of an Instagram guy anyway. Like, Instagram's just hits. You don't have to read everyone's diatribes. You can just keep on scrolling and everyone's fine. But everyone else has, like, a fucking opinion about, like, oh, fuck Trudeau or fuck this COVID. Like, I can't, I can't. That's hard. I can't do yeah. this shit anymore. Whereas, like, I kind of control my own al- algorithm. You know how much Star Trek shit I see on a day on my fucking daily feed? <laughs> so much. And I got to tell you, I'm a happier man for it. Do I know my what's Facebook going on is in the world? Like, no. My Facebook is like, uh coins coins dog coins coins um hockey coins coins dog coins coins for sale for sale for sale collector 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 and then hundreds of star trek mixed into all of yeah, that as well yeah it's so- <laughs> like a lot happier place and I, like, a lot of people give instagram shit about like how it's not real and it's the life you show on social media and it's not the actual life you're living but that's how we live fucking life like you think i'm always gonna tell you about all the shit things i'm going through not at all i mean sometimes if it's funny i probably will but that's only gonna tragedy plus time equals comedy i actually i have a story to tell about this and i have i want you to know that this is a very bad and very dark joke and i shared it with a friend of mine who i did this to and we had a good laugh so if anyone gives me shit about this Fuck you, the person I did it to laughed and we all had a good laugh together. Now, I went to a funeral recently. And I didn't tell her at the time, but uh, I wore my Batman socks because it was for her mother. And after her mom died, she doesn't have any more parents. So I thought it was appropriate that I wore my Batman socks. I told her today over dinner. And we had a good old laugh because that shit's funny. I just wasn't funny at the time but again time <laughs> tragedy plus time equals comedy so if anyone yeah, gets upset about sense. this joke i don't care the person that i did this to thought it was funny and that's what counts <laughs> yeah so like it's this those like that's little all moments. that matters yeah because if you can like laugh and it's about not it. even like a sorry yeah yeah, I was just going to say, it's not a slight against you. It's that you were able to find some form of brightness in a dark situation. Yeah. And, and that's all it really was. I mean, we, we have been friends for like 20 years. And so, you know, like, obviously I wasn't going to tell her on the day. And yeah. we were just like having, we were having dinner. We were having a few drinks. And like I told her, like, like we were talking because we have this in common as dead parents. And, um, it was just like it got to the point where like i found humor was the best way to cope and so she's like yeah i know i kind of found the fun and then i got like the little moment i go i had made a face she's like what's that face and i'm like i may have made a joke which was just for myself while at the funeral and she and then i just explained to her what the joke was and then that moment we just i waited i said the punchline and then and then she started laughing I'm like, oh thank god <laughs> Yeah, that would suck if it went the other way. <laughs> I gave her a fair warning because it was like it was like a very dark joke. Like it's yeah, like, yeah, it's a very dark night joke. Wow, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna reward you. I need like a some kind of mint dispenser at your house that only I can control. Whenever you <laughs> say a fucking stupid pun that I enjoy, I can push the button and you'll get a tasty fucking mint that pops out. Thank you. I would appreciate that. <laughs> you get fucking Pavlov's law yeah, going. No, it's funny. Um, say yeah. that again. Sorry. Just to get a little Pavlov Pavlov's law going. Yeah, exactly. You know what that is, right? Yeah, of course. It's, uh, conditioning, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, hair conditioning. He invented like that's why we all have silky smooth hair. <laughs> <laughs> well done again, sir. Thank you. This is what happens when I'm tired. I get really punny. You're fucking on fire. Hey, and that's why I make puns, because I'm fucking tired all the time. <laughs> uh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Watch so, any good shit lately? Well, you know, I'm didn't, I'm still on the Picard run. Um, I started watching Final Space because of the email we got last week from Tyson. Nice. And I gotta tell you, man, it's actually really fucking funny. So is if it? you have the chance, Final Space on Netflix. Uh, Picard, I think I think it's just amazing what they're doing. I don't like, like, it's just insight to the character. And like, can we just give props to Patrick Stewart for coming back to this? Because if you really look at the history of him playing Jean-Luc Picard, he was above it for like two years until he was just like, you know what? 
I am Jean-Luc Picard, and we're going to have a fucking time with this. And then to return to a thing that ended in, what, 1994? And then the world was just like, we need the captain again. And he was just like, you bet darn fucking tootin' I am. 99 was like with the last Star Trek movie, right? Uh, Resurrection or... Nemesis. Nemesis, fuck me. I can never remember. But yeah, so it's been a long time. And yeah, like what he's done for the franchise being like willing to come back at all like he was very biased he wanted to make sure that the story that he was going to tell was going to be told correctly mm-hmm. and to like something that would add to the character mm-hmm. or he wouldn't come back at all you know and now it's like the fact that he signed on and like seeing him on stage like man i remember getting so excited when i found out he was playing professor x because i just wanted to see him on screen again he's, and, and he's amazing he's as oh, an actor, he, he's absolutely amazing he didn't disappoint as professor X at all. And then you look at his like character log. If you're just talking star Trek and fucking X-Men that like his arcs and like, Holy fuck. Like what a show, like what yeah. a show he's he, given he, us. He, he commits to these bits, but also like the fact that he has a sense of humor makes me so yeah. happy. For sure. Like the, the stuff he's done on family guy or on robot chicken or American dad. And then you look at the stuff that he just does on his Instagram, uh, Instagram account of just him hanging out with Sir Ian McKellen or whatever yeah. life brings him. He just, I, I love watching the two of them. Yeah. And they're it, like it just, the best. Yeah. It's just, uh, I just really enjoy it. I do. One thing I find weird about Picard is, why is everyone that he's related to named Renee? Like there are other names. You're very much true. Maybe it was a family name that got passed down generation after generation after it's generation. It's a hundred percent that. Like I agree. That's what they're you. going for. It's a hundred percent that. But seriously, like there are so many Renee Picards in the family tree. Like throw in a little like Guy or a fucking uh I'm tired, so I can't think of a French female name right now, but like <laughs> Laurence or yeah. something. There's a lot of like small issues that are starting to like pop up for me watching Picard, just mm-hmm. being like an avid science fiction fan. And like, it just bothers me their carelessness at times of what's been happening. Like, just aside from the storyline and like, you're like man we fucking know better but it is what it is if you were a human and you were in the past of course you're gonna want to fucking oh, bang a doctor you can't get mad about all place. of that bullshit with the like police and all the fighting and all the whatnot like honestly like they're put in this position where like now that he's like arrested for being caught as a spaceman yo that yep. plot i'm just like you know what about fucking time one of these fuckers get caught by someone important like no i think shit, it was like babe. a similar storyline in like voyager but it was like a ceo instead yeah. of like an fbi agent but like now yeah. that like there's cameras and shit everywhere you got caught energizing yo that's fucking dope like this is gonna be a yeah. nice little arc i'm excited for thursday me too so, so yeah no it's they're setting it up pretty good and, and we all know that eventually it's episode 10 is gonna come they're gonna solve all the problems and q's just gonna be like it was a joke and snap his fingers and then they're all gonna go well in the world i hope so or we go back to what Sean said, like probably 40 fucking podcasts ago. It looks like everything's over. They're fucked. Everything's going bad. And then Guinan kicks the gut. Old lady Guinan, we're talking Whoopi Goldberg, kicks the fucking door down with double barrel shotguns in each fucking hand and saves the day. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Well, there's a big difference between what you would like to see and what will happen. That's true. But we do know <laughs> old woman Guinan signed on for season two. It is season two what we're watching. We've already saw her. We already know this. We've seen Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, the first episode. I guess, just briefly. Yeah. Fuck. I hope that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for her this whole time. I'm like, where the fuck is she? <laughs> show up soon. <laughs> she showed up with literally the first episode. Yeah. In the same no, bar that her. she's running. Like the young guy in is yeah. running. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's okay, man. I forgot the big plot twist of season one of Picard, and you just had to be like explain it to me again. And I thought you were fucking with me for like the first like five minutes of that explanation. So you're fine. <laughs> it's hard, dude. We fucking we're getting old, man. These memory tickers. Well, I also it's just there's so much content, so I can only remember yeah. so much. I think that's good. That means I can go back to it and not like remember everything um I, i'm 
I'm just I just really like what they're doing with the writing of Star Trek. Um, for sure. And like it's in good hands. It's entertaining as fuck. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, episode one of Moon Shadow finally. Moon Wasn't Knight? too bad. What's that? Moon Knight. Oh yeah, Moon Knight. Sorry, Moon Knight. Why are you calling it Moon Shadow? I don't know. It just you being a dick, or you just forgot what it was called. It's 50-50 probably. Okay, that's fair. Partly being a dick, partly having forgot. Um, is interesting. Here's the here's my thing with Moon Knight. Uh, right now, I think it's like at the bottom of the barrel of the Marvel shows for me. Okay. I'm not I'm not as excited about it as I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh maybe it's because of I have a lack of knowledge about the character or I don't really know what's going on. And I have my theories. I just like right now, like it It's not hitting with you hard. It's just I don't where's his spot? Like like every other character that got a show, I get where they're going. Yeah, I, I understand why they got a show, and I'm right. all for it. I just like I don't even know when in the timeline is. I don't know. Like I know it's after the blip because you see things on posters and all that stuff. But like right. I'm just, I'm just the whole every single time I watch an episode, I just find myself not getting the answers that I want from the show, and I'm just going here, going like, can we please just. Just give yeah, me like, when you're not invested in a show too, because you don't really know the character, and then there's playing that game that where they trail us along, yeah. and you're like, I, you're gonna lose. I'm gonna lose the trail soon if you don't give me something. So, I know what you're saying, and, and and you know me, I'm not one to talk shit about a, no. like a show. I tend to love everything, or yeah. at least find something that I like. and I like the action in it. Yeah, um, I like the duality between uh Mark and Steve, Stephen with yeah. the V. Um, I just, I, I just, I'm waiting for that hook me moment, and it hasn't happened in three episodes. Fair enough. Or four episodes. I'm not even sure how many episodes it's been right now. I think it's three episodes. That's tough. Um, right now, I, but I'm loving Ethan Hawke in it. Uh, yeah. This is a side of Ethan Hawke I haven't seen before. I always like, I always viewed him as like that badass kind of like good guy. Always, like, I like every time I see Ethan Hawke, I've been like a, a fan of his. I like yeah. Assault on Precinct uh, Precinct Thirteen. Uh, training day. I was yep. like a laundry list of movies where Ethan. Thirty Days oh, of Night. Thirty great. Uh, no, he's not in that. That's really? Josh Hartnett. Oh, same thing. Whatever. That's, um. Okay. No, I agree though. Mixing They're good. Two white people, but all right. They fucking look the exact same. <laughs> uh, even the movie Boyhood. Uh, have you ever seen Boyhood? It was uh up for an Oscar a couple years ago. It's a uh, Richard Linklater film. The guy that did uh, Dazed and Confused. Okay. Anyway, what he did was it took him years to make this movie because every few years he'd film a few more scenes, but he ca- he always used the same kid. And it was the, the movie supposed to capture one boy's childhood to, and it ends as he's turning 18. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. What's the name of it? Boyhood. Boyhood. I'll have to check that it's out. It's a very actually, so. it's a very interesting film and it's a, like what caught my eyes like the level of commitment that Richard Linklater had with making the movie and I just thought it was like a nice it's a nice story. That's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is like Ethan Hawke's just fucking awesome. And yeah, so, fair like, that that really right now Ethan Hawke's my big selling point. I just and I and I really like the Egyptian god stuff that's going on. I just I'm just a lot confused with what's going on and I want more. I want more clarity. I want to know how many episodes are out now. Like how many three. Have you watched? Three. I think three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I got one down. I'll uh, try to catch up and yeah. fucking see what's what. Hey, anyway, I found it a little bit hard to get into the like episode one as well. Yeah. Where like it was good and there was action and I was like in- interested, like, okay, what's coming next? Yeah. And then... Like the violence is cool, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And you also like, I want to know who's actually. Who, who's the original yeah i think it's mark and i think one division was kind of a bitch like that too like where it see, but took what I liked a long about time to get going see what i liked about one division is that they didn't lie about what it was yeah like the first two episodes they kind of strung you along but like you knew something weird was happening yeah for sure it just took a while to get there it was like and then that's what I like. And then like episode three happened and you're just, and it became this beautiful story about dealing with grief. 
Of course. And then that, like, honestly, I think I'm gonna go on record. I think WandaVision is actually my favorite out of all the Marvel shows. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think I enjoyed Loki the most, but I really, really did like uh, fucking Hawkman as a second option. I thought that was really fucking good too. Like I, I shit talked Hawkman a few times saying that he, he's not a real Avenger, he's a side character. And then Hawkman proved me wrong by yeah. putting out a good product. I really wish you gave put some respect on his name when his name's Falcon. What? Hawkman is a DC character. Falcon, who's in the MCU, who you've just been shit talking for like the last five minutes. All oh, right, sorry. And, and, Isn't it Winter Falcon? The Winter no, Falcon. Winter Soldier and Falcon. And oh. now, 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 I don't even know what you're doing. Is just and now he's Captain America. Show some damn respect. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Hawkeye? Because that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about Hawkeye. Okay, I thought yeah. you, you kept on saying Hawkman and Hawkman. Hawk Hawkeye, fucking Christ, what's the difference? Well, I was just, well, I got actually, a lot. There's actually a huge, a lot of difference. Especially when you when said we get Falcon, see, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. When you said Falcon, when we get to see the like, Black Adam movie where you actually get to see Hawkman. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You lost me. Is there a oh. wrestler in it? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's why. But a I'll lot. say this. You were so fucking right about uh, the Peacemaker? patriotic guy. Peacemaker? It's the patriotic guy. Huh? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Fucking great show. Fucking great show. I was like, Thomas, it looks really fucking dumb. I don't think I can watch this. And you were like, Sean, just fucking watch it for fuck's sakes. Get over your fucking stupid wrestler shit and fucking watch it. And I was like, fine. And I like just wanted to put a little episode on just to see and i ended up pounding through that shit in one fucking weekend because i was like oh my god this is good yeah james gunn man james gunn knows exactly what's up and uh now that we're kind of talking about comic book stuff did you see the teaser trailer for thor that was released today no holy fuck i can't wait chris hemsworth i think is one of the funniest fucking individuals i i he has this one scene where he literally just kills me it's, uh, he's talking to Peter Quill, and he goes, just do what I told you, man. Whenever you're lost, just look at the people you love. And he's staring at the other Guardians of the Galaxy. And then there's Thor trying to fucking make like eye contact with him. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. I'm just, I'm listening. Because <laughs> he That's wants funny. to be one of the people he loves. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That sounds really funny. Um, yeah, I honestly, the casting for all the main characters of the MCU has not let us down. Like Thor, Captain America, fucking amazing casting. Spider-Man, obviously. Iron Man. So, such a good casting. You can't top it. Like No, no. Uh, uh, we can't. Like, I'm so excited. Like Whenever people ca- get cast, everyone, the internet tends to go, this fucking sucks. And I think the world is fucking stupid because we, we judge people before we get to see the performance. And yeah. uh, it's it's just insane. Like I think everyone kind of like went together. And like when I heard it was RDJ being Iron Man, I was like, no, that makes perfect sense to me. Good call, Marvel. Well done. And then like when Ben Affleck got cast as Batman, the world went like, what the actual fuck? And I went, hold on a second. And I still stand by that Ben Affleck is one of the best Batmans we got. He didn't get a fair shake, and and, and it's not his fault. He was in, like, the the writing of his movie wasn't good. I thought he, but, like, the Batman I saw on screen was, like, watching the Batman from the 90s cartoon when I was a kid, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. If you, like, imagine what a person would look like based solely on the 90s Batman cartoon... Ben Affleck is pretty close to what you're gonna pull out. Yeah, and a that made me happy. Not just that, but like, um, just the, just the everything, uh, like the the actually using the grappling gun as a tool and not just to be like, I need to go up now. Like he uses it to escape. He uses it as like a weapon. As like, yeah, like he actually uses it. Whereas like keaton fucking uh the who's the other one from the dark knight what's his name fucking christian bale uh everyone else is just like i need to go up 
he yeah. actually uses the fucking thing. No, that's true. And that's just better. Like, it was, like it was the most like honestly, it was the most comic book to screen version of Batman I saw. And I'm watching. I'm watching the new Batman now. It's out. It's out on Crave. So if you okay. get a chance, you can watch it there. And I'm really digging it. And that that to me is a lot like Batman noir, where there's like a real fucking mystery going on and he's got to fucking solve it. And he's still gritty. He's like year two in. He's still trying to find his way of being Batman. Is this a cartoon? No, this is the, the Robert Pattinson one. Oh, OK. I didn't realize it was on Grave Shit. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. So it, I like I'm, I'm not I'm not done it yet. Like I was watching it and then then we started doing this. So yeah. Uh, I, I'm really digging it. I still stand by that Ben Affleck is probably one of our better Batmans, though. I'm not like we can debate all you want. If you want to hit me up in the comments, fine, whatever. But um, honestly, there's no comparison. We all know who the fucking best Batman was and ever will be. Kevin Conroy. Adam West. <laughs> He's my that, guy. That dude's the white knight. That guy only happened in like he was only Batmaning in daylight. You ever watch He's- like like if you ever watched it, like yeah. every other Batman was like, I only operate at nighttime. Not Adam West. He was a <laughs> nine to five Batman. That's very true. <laughs> the working class Batman. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like uh, what I like about the Adam West is just it put comic books on TV, and it really like had a legacy through generations of kids watching it. And I think that it does. It probably should get almost more credit in where the world is at now with what we get to see on the screen when it comes to comics. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, um, it, it, and it's just so much now. Like I wanted, like I, what I like about to come back to Moon Knight is like, I like seeing things I haven't seen before. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like there with that. Like, okay. I haven't seen like this kind of issue like the you know the guy has dual multiple personality disorder now he has like a fucking deal with an egyptian god and if he doesn't like he's gonna like his wife is gonna be taken by him somehow like all these fucking things like i'm i'm interested i just don't know what's going on and that's what's kind of losing me a little bit it's just i don't know what's fucking happening yeah um whereas like we've had three spider-mans and like in the last since 2004 yeah last 20 2002 so in the last like 20 years we've had three in the last you know 20 years in that had, time three batmans three yeah. spider-mans like it's just, two hulks yeah. three hulks three hulks don't, don't forget about eric banners man oh yeah fuck you're right good call yeah. 2003 eric banner yeah um no it is uh new content is good but it can be hard on the ongoing onset i'm very very intrigued about she hulk yeah, I'm curious as fuck to see how they play that out. Yeah, and see, those are the characters that are more like because like they fit into what's going on in the MCU. <laughs> I want to see how Moon Knight uh, is going to fit into the MCU. That's where like that's where I'm kind of lost. It just he's like he's there with this mental disorder. Isn't and, like, he going to be in the Morbius movie? The Morbius movie came out and it flopped. Okay, isn't he going to be in the new Blade movie? He might. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking that world more. So I forgot Morbius came out and bombed horribly. Did you see it? No, I didn't go see it yet. I uh, I feel like if I stop giving Sony my money, they'll let Mar- Spider-Man go to Marvel. Smart. I think that's probably what the play is. Which is weird because, like, I don't know. I like Tom Hardy's Venom, but it wasn't the movie I wanted to see. Like, and that's the problem that I'm having with all the Spider-Man movies right now. Show me the ones I want to see. Like, I don't like Sony. I understand that there's a cash grab, but you're losing fandom and you're like wasting money by doing bad movies. Yeah. It, like give it to Marvel, take your fucking cash grab. Like take, like you can sell it for a good amount of money and they'll probably make the fucking deal. And uh, it's, it's the, uh, it's just like, I want to see chameleon. I want to see uh, the scorpion on screen. I want to see these great fuck like Spider-Man as a kid, Growing up, I love that character. I, he might like between him and Batman. I it's a toss up to see who's my favorite. And what I like about him, what I like about them the most, is that his villains are so different. Each one yeah. after the next is just they. Although they did make a good joke in Spider Man No Way Home that you haven't seen is like like ah oh, you well, how this happened to you? Uh, I was, I got stuck in a collider. Oh, what happened to you? I got 
stuck with some eels and then this thing happened to me like yeah man you gotta watch where you're walking like every like all of them like (laughs) the shit that happened to him by accident like it's a good joke that is funny yeah yeah but like they're like craven the hunter i'm excited for that character i'm not excited that he's not going to face spider-man why are you giving me spider-man villains and no spider-man these are great characters that you are fucking up because the one thing that makes them great is they go against a fucking kid with powers yeah the interaction between and that's what sucks about like the venom right is that's what we want to see you know but no that's fair that's a very fair assessment i would say sir so like that's kind of where i'm at like um i think that there is like a uh a group of superheroes kind of like the defenders kind of like the avengers but like a lower grade where it's like blade moon knight and a yeah. few other and a few others. I don't know much about it though. And that's the thing I kind of like is like I always knew of Hawkeye. I always knew like newest stuff. And I can watch his show and go like now I know more about this character. That's fucking yeah. dope. I knew nothing about Moon Knight, and I can't even give some insights to like, ah, oh, this is a tribute to that. This is an Easter egg that yeah, I can't do that. I, I have no idea what's going on. And like there is Moon Knight fans out there, mm-hmm. but not nearly as many as there is for other characters yeah. i guess and like they're building that but but yeah. i get what you're saying too and i yeah. think it'll all come together and start to make more sense as time passes as yeah. they always do so like i don't want to poo-poo it because like i'm right there like i'm a, like this is like the punk rock of the mcu right now it's here are yeah. some characters i don't really know about but we're gonna they're gonna make it good like i like that's the thing like i can't say like there's not a bad episode of moon Knight. i can't say that they're bad episodes they're good no. they're entertaining and the story is very cool i just i don't know enough about the character where i'm gonna go like all right what's up what's going on here when like, something happens you're not gonna be like yeah like yeah. it's just more like, like the a suit looks yeah. dope the violence is great and then like there's like it's gritty and they're swearing and it's just fucking awesome i just want i like i, I just got it like what it is is like it's getting through it and i got to see the story as a whole to go you know what that was a great fucking story yeah, and no, it, that makes it, sense. It, it, like you only know when it's good until you get to the end, right? And that's what they're it can doing. be tough they're, with stories sometimes when you yeah. don't get that till the end, and then you look back, go, oh, okay, and then everything else makes sense. It's yeah. just give me something at the beginning to make sense, or yeah, t- you know. But yeah, no new content. I won't complain. Overall, yeah, and then we got we got like a month away from uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That I think that movie I think is going to be insane. People seem excited about that for sure. I'm fucking excited about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch is a fucking tremendous actor. Just right off, the, like, I wa- I'll watch him read a fucking dictionary. Like, I'm, I'm super entertained by that guy. Uh, I've watched some of his series shit. I watched him do Sherlock. Do you ever watch the BBC Sherlock series? No. Uh, if you have the patience they're worth it because there's some they're they're fantastic stories but what they are is they're like two hour long episodes so like every season is three episodes that are two hours long so you're essentially watching a sherlock holmes movie that's cool and like and like you're getting so much out of it like the dynamic between him and watson is right there and then the genius of him like all of that stuff but the issues he has the fucking like all all the weird shit that's going on is like I'm fucking on board and it was entertaining. People say it falls off in the fourth season. You know what? People can say what they want, but in the fourth season, they have one of the coolest fucking episodes of Sherlock Holmes, um, uh, as a finale. And I was on the edge of my seat for the whole fucking time. Huh? So. Interesting. Yeah, I'll try to dive into that someday. It sounds I used to like that kind of stuff, so it probably wouldn't be too yeah. hard to get into it. Yeah, it's been a long time though since I went down a road like that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you actually, I'm curious how what your take is on it. Um, you're a Harry Potter guy. Mm-hmm. There's a new Harry Potter movie out, like something about Dumbledore's past. Is that yeah. accurate? Yeah, the, the secret I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it, but yeah. I don't. He's gotten bad reviews, and I'm I'm the kind of guy that makes my own reviews. I want to see it. Um, Give me more Harry Potter. I want to like. There's, like, what's cool is if you read the books, there is a character called Grindelwald who has the Elder Wand in in those movies, like present time. But if you watch like the movies now, like the the one like the movies that uh, came out with like Daniel Radcliffe and stuff, you'll see that. 
that uh, fucking Dumbledore, Dumbledore has it. Okay. And it's because there's a big fucking wizard fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, but they were like childhood best friends, borderline in love. Um, they they may were they probably were lovers at some point because I know like Dumbledore's gay and I'm not like so like they were probably lovers and then they had to fight each other because at their core like they agreed to a certain extent but they disagreed on how people should interact with the Muggle world and all that stuff. Interesting. I, I want I want that this whole like making it here like, we want this to be a five movie ordeal we're gonna add some mystery to it we're gonna put some some of this and all that yeah. and, and you just tell the story just tell the story like that was what like what the harry potter books were great for there are amazing stories from cover to yeah. cover honestly if i could only read those books again i probably would there are other great books to read and i can give yeah. you some recommendations if you want but uh like it, my only regret was not reading them sooner interesting i would love to read those because I don't know. It would just be an interesting way of like oh. this story is like I love Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah. So reading Harry Potter wouldn't be a far stretch to get right into that world of fantasy, yeah. right? And and it again, it's it's a cool, it's a cool story. Um I was just curious your take. Yeah, like, like if you're I, happy, I wanna like, see it, I wanna see it, but I hope it's like I don't like movies for the sake of movies. Like yeah, like, like don't get me wrong, that, that that's not necessarily true because all movies are for the sake of movies. It's, I know in this genre, like because you love because I love these characters and I want more yeah. and I want a more in depth story. But because you're doing it just to make money, like the, the, there's a problem with Warner Brothers and they're the ones who are doing it, where they'll cut key things of scripts and like they do it to the DCEU. They're doing it like they're doing it now uh, with the Harry Potter stuff, like fucking stop it let these people tell their stories and like yeah I, I i don't know who's in charge of warner brothers but if you're gonna take anything from what disney's doing they're letting the people that care about the product run the product and they're getting better results that's why the mandalorian series and the stuff that john favreau is doing is so successful because they're getting they're just going here's the ball run with it and he yeah. is doing it they're just like yeah man do it like it, we're cool just tell us what you need from us and we'll do it we'll shut the fuck up and we won't have any points you're gonna do it because frankly we're just suits with money so and then and then i don't know what it is in hollywood it seems like at warner brothers though they're just like okay well we we know what makes us money and they don't because people are going to see shit anyway and that's all they care yeah. about with the end product for a lot of warner brothers things isn't good anymore yeah like, i haven't seen like there are some good DC movies. Like they're like the first Wonder Woman was amazing. The second one fucking sucked. And yeah. Apologies to your sister, but the fucking second one sucked. Like it doesn't make any like. And then like Aquaman was good, but I'm like, I'm worried about seeing the new Aquaman. Like, is it gonna suck too? Because I don't want it. To, like I don't want it to. Like I'm rooting for him. Just yeah. don't want it to suck. And these are characters like I love. I don't stop fucking with them. Let the people that yeah, care about sure. the shit run the show, and you just collect your money afterwards because they're gonna do a good job. Sure, it's gonna be expensive at the beginning but guess what we're all gonna hand you a nice big fucking check at the end of it all and then you get like 80 percent of it anyway i don't understand you, you make a great fucking point that's for sure yeah it, it, like, that's my rant on that stuff i I'm, I'm surprised you got me going so hard on that but like and they, it, it's like the one company that they they it's frustrating it. yeah but they're just, no they're and that's like it. it would be like if picard was back right now and they were just doing stupid episodes that made no sense and didn't tie into like a grand story. Like they're just like, ah, we he'll sign on. We can make some more paychecks. We hear Patrick Stewart had to move out of his fucking place because he needs money. Let's roll it out. Like, thank fucking God they're not doing that. Yeah, and and, and it's that like I I love because what what I love about movies and like we haven't seen like something original in a little while. There's some things I want to see that I haven't gone to chance yet. And I gotta tell you, right now going going to the movie theater is a bit of a luxury i just don't have at the moment like it's not that i can't afford it. it's the fact that like, i'm doing overtime all the time and to have like two yeah. three hours of freedom i just don't have it or the energy to just do I, but there are a lot that of things coming sure. out that i want to see like there was a guillermo del toro movie that came out uh, a little while ago with bradley cooper i wanted to see it i didn't get a chance to. i didn't even remember what it's called but and then like but then everything just keeps seems to be coming to streaming servers almost fucking immediately so yeah it doesn't take long anymore 
it's kind of taking the toll of why go to the movie theaters yeah i've already come to that if you're going to the movie theater it's got to be for the experience but i mean like i've said to you on many previous podcasts i'll just fucking wait till it's on netflix because it doesn't take long and i have a pretty comfortable house where i watch my movies when i do watch a good movie and i can do what the fuck i want if i want to pause the movie go do something i can fucking do it if if it's a movie that's like you know uh kids can enjoy as well i don't have to listen to screaming kids fucking watch it with me you know there's a lot of downsides to a movie theater but it is a good experience and it's a good date night or whatever but it's just to do be committed to going all the fucking time i don't have that in me either yeah like i saw the matrix movie in theaters and it was a good time like i wasn't mad at it like but a lot of people are saying it's shit and i don't understand why because i I don't see it ultimately like i guess um the best thing to say about this is i accept your apology thank you (laughs) (laughs) and i love you (laughs) i love you too buddy um yeah it's just uh, it's these things of uh like i want to see all the things i love i I love i love i love i love it when people also give me a recommendation and i see it i'm like fuck yes that was great and it's been a little while since I've seen something that went like, holy shit, that threw me through a loop. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, no, those are great moments. Yeah, and it's, and it's been a little while. Like, Peacemaker did that to me, like, but it wasn't, like, recommended. Yeah. It was just, like, no, like, I saw the name that was attached. And James Gunn, honestly, James Gunn can do anything. I actually watched a movie on the weekend that was pretty fucking interesting and stupid. I'm sure you heard of it. Don't look up. Yeah, how'd you like that? It was interesting. Yeah, I really liked it. I it was honestly, good. I re- yeah. So like, I, I I liked the story. I liked because it was very poignant too. Like, yeah, of what's been going on and the what whole, I don't like. like don't is, look, what didn't you like? Right, there's a couple things I don't like about it. One is that that's probably what's gonna fucking happen when we realize there's one hurling at us. And the second part I didn't like is the fact that right now there is thousands of them hurling towards us, varying in size that will hit at some point. We just can't fucking see them yet. And that's a little terrifying because it's pretty much how it'll go down. Like it's happened at least three times we know already and we know where the craters are and every fucking bit of life on earth at the time pretty much died. So Mm -hmm. pretty fucking terrifying that it could happen at any moment. Mm Mm-hmm. what a way to go though at least like yeah i think about these things often i watched it with people who don't think about these things often and they were all kind of shook afterwards like fuck is that like is it could could that happen is that possible i'm like yeah yeah it's already happened well worst case scenario i saw this one documentary called armageddon and what they did was they just trained drillers to be astronauts because that's a lot easier than training oh interesting i think i actually saw that uh as well yeah. back in the day yeah <laughs> so i feel I like worst case scenario we'll send the finest drillers into space instead of the finest astronauts didn't though one one of them ended up like being an orphan um had kind of a dark storyline and then another one uh started to lose his memory and shit so i don't know they, they sacrificed a lot for going on that mission ultimately yeah was- shout out to bruce real bruce willis sad news to hear that he's fucking losing his shit i will say this though it kind of explains the fucking acting from his last few movies a little while wow no no hold on hold on one second here like it sucks what he's going through but like have you seen some of the the things that he's put out lately like they're 100 just like it's not even acting it's just line reading and i think it's just because he doesn't know and he can't he starting to lose it a bit yeah, yeah. and like That's tough. I, so what i'm saying is is that okay so that doesn't mean he's shit at acting there's something else afoot here yeah and like a good for him for like acknowledging it and doing something about it because there were some movies where like they went straight to dvd or whatever and because i'm a bruce willis guy i'll watch it but i'm like even i'm going like bruce really this is what you're doing yeah no that's fair Come on, Bruno. But you're better than that. He's got some great, like, Last Boy Scout. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, great one. Fucking excellent movie. The whole nine yards was actually pretty good with him. Filmed in, in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
I, I was a big fan, Die Hard, obviously. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, you can't go wrong with a lot of the Bruce Willis movies from no, the 80s. even go to the 80s. show, Moonlighting. That was fucking dope. I'm unfamiliar with that one. Yeah, it was his uh, show with Sybil Shepard right okay. before Die Hard. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I saw some clips. Did you see, uh, fuck, is on the tip of my brain, uh, Date Night? Yes. Good one. Very good yeah. one. Yeah. That movie, like, still is fucking hilarious today for the record i watched that not too long ago i was telling someone about it and had to watch it then yeah so like so yeah i know like that's unfortunate about bruce willis but like i can like i'm happy that it wasn't just because he stopped giving a fuck there's actually something wrong with him (laughs) well tom on that note shall we call it a podcast oh man i was getting late so yeah let's call it a podcast um anything else you want to get off your chest before we go I think we covered it all, big guy. All right. Well, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I accept your apology. Um, from <laughs> that's two sides of the story this week. Uh, I'm Tom Sides. That's been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and that's been one side of the story. Have a great week ahead, everyone. Live long and prosper. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.